You obviously know Kung Fu. Hey, this is Brett Chan. I'm the action director, stunt coordinator for Warrior. And this is Jeff. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. Joining me today on the Kung Fu Driving Podcast, martial artist, stunt coordinator, director, now an Emmy nominee for Outstanding Stunt Coordination for Warrior, Brett Chan. Brett, thank you so much for coming back to the Kung Fu Driving Podcast. Thanks for having me. What's up, everybody? <laughs> it's good to have you back. Good to have you back. Uh, hopefully, you're healthy and safe. I know you just got uh, done uh, with Halo. We'll get into that in a little bit. But um, congrats first on Warrior Season 3 uh, and now the Emmy nomination because when we last talked, one-on-one uh i know season three was very much in the balance uh, th- there was a petition going on uh and uh you know you're, you're recruiting uh people to uh talk to uh hbo about uh, continuing uh, cinemax about continuing the show so now that it's there uh when did you find out that season three was actually a go well i mean <clears throat> we found out this year early this year but i mean jonathan chopper had been kind of talking to me here and there said hey this is kind of happening Will you be available? This was going to go on, you know. I said, "Well, this is Warrior. I mean, you know, we try to make everything possible. I mean, they'd have to get all the actors on. You know, this is still preliminary talking." And he said, "You know, he has a meeting with HBO, so I'm cool." And then he just messaged me and he said, "Okay, it's, it's on." And we have like a WeChat group, uh, no, sorry, a WhatsApp group of like all the Warrior cast, and writers, and and stuff like that. So he announced it, and it was it was it was good. I think uh, I think we found out sometime in was it March. Maybe something like that. HBO Max officiated it, and they said they announced it. <laughs> yeah, you guys sat on that for a little while, though, right? You know, <clears throat> not really. Once it was a go, it was pretty much released within like a couple of weeks because everyone was kind of waiting for it, you know. And the the Warrior uh, group uh, in on Facebook, they had like they were going nuts, and uh, <laughs> you know, the Warrior Collective too. They set up a uh, like a petition page and. Because it was on Cinemax, so you couldn't really see it all the time. Um, but then um, people weren't viewing it. But as soon as it aired on HBO Max, our our petition signage went from seven thousand to like eighty. Oh yeah, in like, in like it's a matter of a couple of weeks. So it was like people were actually trying to watch it now, and they're like, "Oh, this show's great! Like, wh- why why can't we watch this show?" And then all of a sudden they're watching it, and they're like, "Oh, this is great!" So. And then that kind of jumpstarted a few things. I know that like um, the CEO of HBO, when HBO Max, when that was up there like that, I know that they, everybody on the Warrior, the Warrior uh, f- Facebook page uh, had messaged him. So he, I think it was like 5,000 people in the group or whatever it is. So he got like 5,000. Why don't you bring back Warrior? Why did you bring back? Oh, he must have got sick of it. But I knew that Don, Jonathan Tropper was already in talks with them and, and Justin Lin and Shannon Lee. So, and Jonathan was the key because he's, he's on there and he's, he's, the one running it. That's cool. That's cool. That must have been nice to to see that uh, support behind you. Also, uh, the Emmy nomination, a nice piece of validation for for the awesome work that you've been doing. When you found out about that, do you even think about that kind of thing when you're working, or, or did you expect it? Or I mean, it, it must be nice to just be in that company to begin with, right? Yeah, I mean, you always try and do the best work you you, you want to do, given given what you have or what you're allowed to do. So, I mean, that, that's always kind of a nice nod. Um, Marco Polo, I think, was, was up for nomination for season, I 
I think, was it one or two? Mm. And then, uh, you know, it didn't happen. But then season one of, of Warrior kind of was up, but it didn't happen again. Um, so you, you kind of, you kind of, I mean, that's nice. Sure. It's not, it's, it doesn't dictate how well I do my job or how well, you know, my team does a job because my team is fantastic. I mean, they make me look good essentially. <laughs> and, um, the, the fact that, uh, that it was, it was offered and, uh, it was nominated and it made the rounds. I mean, that's, I mean, it's kind of cool. I mean, it's getting recognized. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cool. And uh, you know, it's well-deserved. You guys do some amazing stuff. Um, and speaking of your team, give them all a shout out because it's, it's not often that we get to hear, uh, all of the, the, the names that, that go into, uh, the project. I mean, you're awesome. We all know that, but you can't even, you can't do that alone. And right. No, no, you can't. It's the team. The team. I mean, I got my core guys like Johnny Yang and Jason Ning, who are the extensions of, of me coming out, and Eva Yang, who uh, helps run all of us and pretty much babysits everybody. But I mean, like because the, you know, there's like nine different countries in there, from China to Korea to like U.S. to Canada to England to South Africa. To I me, mean, there's all all these different these different nationalities. Uh, I, I think I had a, a Slovak there, and some New Zealanders on there, had Aussies in there. So it's like. It, it, it's a collaboration and it's more about the people that you bring in and that you get to work with and that you enjoy working with. It speaks so well to the, just the, the diversity of the, uh, the cast and crew, uh, as yeah. well as to the talent, right? Yeah. Now, uh, warrior season two, um, felt bigger, felt more badass, uh, new characters, new situations. Um, what, uh, what kind of lessons did you take from season one, uh, that, uh, allowed you to up the ante for season two? So they want to make it bigger. And, you know, obviously the budget really didn't change. And, you know, they had to start restructuring some of the sets and all that jazz. So um, it was just about uh, how we can make the characters punch out more. You know, they, they introduced Lai more. So she had more of, a, more of a thing happening. Then they had Chen, you know, and Hong coming in. They had Miranda. Miranda, I mean, she was fantastic. She's beautiful. Um, yeah. So... Um, and, and every character had a different arc. So it was more about like trying to make the character stories really punch out, which would bring the audience back. Action was always going to be there, but we had to always heighten the action, but we can't do the same things all the time. We had to change it. So like in one episode, the director wanted to do like a long, one long take the whole, the whole fight. So it's literally camera pushes in and camera pushes out. So we have to detail that fight differently how we do the other fights. And uh, because obviously it's continuous and, you know, uh, our actors are doing it. Uh, their doubles, uh, like a, a lot of fights, only have to take the big hits, but our actors are doing it. Uh, it's well-deserved. They, they train their asses off. <laughs> and much credit to them for, for taking that on because uh, uh, with a- any production, you always want to um, take care of the actors and, and make sure they don't get hurt. But uh, it, it, it does keep you more in the moment as a fan when you can see the actors get into that action and, and really uh, put themselves on the line for that. 100%. And so this year, uh, Richard Sharkey, who, who's the producer, and he said, I told him, he said, listen, we, I need to give them a certain diet. We need a certain train time. He's, so he said, yeah, okay, great. So he got them a, a chef just for the actors. Oh, wow. And then um, with our nutritionist, and then we, we calibrated each actor and what they need in terms of uh, calories. You know, obviously the girls need less and the guys need more protein and then only certain carbs that we need. Like, And, you know, Jason Tobin's really strict about his diet. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if you saw him, but he's like shredded. He came yeah. back to and every second, he's he's want to take his shirt off. He's want to take his shirt off. <laughs> no, sorry, Jason. You know, it's it, it, Koji's thing. It's not your thing. Um, but you know, I, I can just have you in the scene where the shirt gets ripped and I pull it off. Like, um, sorry, buddy. But and he's like, because he's he's shredded. Like he dieted down, and his diet was like no carbs. You know, and he was just like training so hard. He and he came, showed up, and he's just like. Phew. 
<laughs> like, holy crap. I know. I was like, damn it. Uh, but it was, uh, it's one of those things where they were basically trying to get everything going. And um, we had protein shakes for everybody after our workouts because they worked out a lot. So we had specific protein shakes and each protein shake was catered to each actor as well because they would have to, you know, like Karen needed a lot of protein, a lot of carbs because he was bulking up. And there's a medium between where Koji's got to stay lean, but he still has to keep his muscle. And, you know, and that, that's kind of thing. So we, 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 we match that. So, you know, they, Jonathan Trapper and, uh, and uh, Richard Sharkey, they really, really took care of actors that year. That's awesome. That's really great commitment too. Uh, Jason Tobin is so intense. I love him. He's great. And Koji, uh, Andrew Koji um, looked awesome as Storm Shadow. I don't know if you got to see that, but. Uh, I haven't, no, I haven't seen it yet. Good for him, man. He's doing some great stuff. And he really got to stretch out a little bit in season two. He was, he was awesome to watch. Yeah, you know, um, I'd sent him to Korea. He, he trained with uh, uh, Master uh, Kim and um, <clears throat> Lee, and uh, he basically, he, we, we learned a system called TKDD. You know, he developed the system. It's for, and they teach all the special forces for a lot of different countries. Yeah. So while that's happening, then I, then, and he also did specialty kicks for that point. So the kicks, and, and I, I wanted to give him a different edge and how it was going to look from season one. Season one, he, he, was, he was still sharp and doing all this stuff, but I want to like really, really, really fine tune those certain moments where we can differentiate him from all the other guys completely. That's cool. Uh, speaking of all that, do you have a favorite action sequence from, from season two? Um, one of my uh, sequences, um, well, I mean, I, I like them all, but I mean, it's, it was like, uh, particularly the one in episode five where Joe uh, was at the, well, they're basically overthrowing Zing. Oh, they're, yeah. they're, uh, they're going to threaten Zing and frame him. So uh, what's happening there is he's um, he's fighting uh, down the stairs. He's coming down the stairs. He's going to do a fighting sequence with swords. It's just so visceral. And what was happening is it, it was it was crazy. Uh, and every movie he was doing and and everything he was happening was was just insane. So uh, it was savage. Essentially, it was it was talking about like how he the moment where he was in in that moment of his of his moment. Uh, when he was just hated Zing so much that every move he did and every every attack he did was was so felt like it was savage. Like he was like like I was telling someone else the other day, like when he was stabbing people and he was doing things, it was like he wanted like their ancestors to feel it, uh, <laughs> how hard or, or where he was stabbing them or what he was doing to certain people and. Uh, and, and that whole sequence was insane for us because we had the police raid. Then we had the, the little fight in the back room. Then we had Hoon getting, getting beaten up. And yeah. you know, we had a distinct his fight style to look completely different because he's not a martial artist. Right, right. He's just supposed to be tough and there's supposed to be a backstory. Uh, hopefully going to show that in season three. Maybe, I don't know. Um, they're just talking. There's just up, up in the air talking with some things. But I, I do know some of the concepts are talking for season three. And uh, they're, they'll blow your mind. <laughs> and I think that's how the audience kind of entice in it because, you know, after a while they, they, they want, they need more substance to it. And that's why we try and create the emotions within all the fights. Oh yeah. And, and the, the characters are, are all really uh, coming into their own and it, it's great to, uh, you fall in love with some characters, you really hate some characters, but it's all because you're so invested in, in the story that, uh, that they've created for themselves. So oh, kudos yeah. to all you guys. Um, now, speaking of all the stuff that's going on, you, you did second unit directing for warrior. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, now that you've got a taste of that, uh, what's the biggest change to the way you work? Uh, because you're in that chair as opposed to a stunt coordinator. Well, I mean, I've, I've been second directing for a while and I'm moving to directing next. I have a couple of films that I'm directing. We got some money for a couple of films I'm on. And Joe Tasm is, is one of the leads in one of them. Oh, awesome. Uh, uh, 
it, it's just, it's actually being able to step back because the, the thing with a lot of directors who come from action background, they, they want to get involved in it. They want to do the choreo. They want to do this. It, it becomes, you just, you start to lose focus and what you have to see what the costume looks like, what the set looks like, why this happens over here or why this character does this. So I have to like, I go and choreograph the fights and everything like that, but then I got to step back and trust my guys to execute what we need to get executed while I'm behind the chair now uh, in the monitors, which is a little bit different. Are you comfortable with that? Do you like that? Or, or do you get that itch to, to stay in there and stay in that mix? I, I always get the itch to stay in this. <laughs> it never goes away. <laughs> always, I always want to do it, but um, I am comfortable. It and uh, you know, because I have Johnny and Jason, uh, my two right and left. So they're uh, like, you know, like I'm saying, Johnny. Uh, I can just go, I'd be looking behind the monitor, and J- Johnny beside me, we're watching, 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 and I'd be like, uh, and he'd be like, "Got it." And he, <laughs> he already has a second hand, you know. Uh, they already know what I'm looking for, and that's important because when I'm doing the choreo, I tell them each detail why each thing, why we got to stop here, why we got to push in there, why this has to happen over here, why this I need this character moment, I need that cut over there, and like, okay, he understands it because he'll go shoot it all for me, and while I'm watching on a monitor, I'm doing work, and then I said, "No, no, change that angle, cut this over here." come a little tighter over here and he's like, okay, great. And he knows exactly. He knows performance what I'm looking for. And so when I'm just like, uh, he's like, got it. Uh, got it. And you know, you know, Jason's running off one way, Johnny's running off the other way. Cause they, they're, they're fixing everything that they know they see that. That's, I'm not cool. yeah. That's great. That's great. You mentioned that you're directing things, some things. Can you talk about any of that yet? Uh, one's called Fox hunt. It's with, uh, electric Panda and, um, and gold star. Um, and also possibly echo Lake. Jumping on board. Anyways, um, it's it's about two assassins, two assassins that uh, are in love. Anyways, they're partners in in the assassin world. They travel in teams, and they want the girl gets pregnant, so they want to get out of it. And so they get out of it, and they they go they go they go somewhere like Thailand. And uh, basically, um, there's a, as soon as they walk out of the airport, they get attacked, and the guy dies, and uh, she gets away, um, and she gets uh, kind of saved by this off duty cop walking by who has a story of his own and uh, that's Joe Tasman. Cool. And um, he gets involved in the mix. And so she wants to go after and find out who put the hit on them. And um, you know, and he's along for the ride just trying to, you know, he's more worried about what's going to happen with her because she, he doesn't know that she's actually good. She's actually, she's known as an assassin. She's internationally known. So uh, then they get partnered up together and then, you know, she has, he has to stick with her because now his life is involved. And so they cannot go down the path. That's one. The other one is a body switch motion. It's about a guy who, um, who's an assassin for, uh, he's a hitman for the Yakuza. And something happens, all these things happen anyway. So they turn around, they kill him and his wife, his family. And then, um, but something happens with some kind of ceremony thing. We have some Japanese and some native stuff that's kind of intertwined. And, um, and it grants him, it's, there's like a superstition uh, lore for both of them and basically grants him like one one moment so he his body his spirit leaves and enters a boy a body of a boy who's 16 years old but he's got like like one day essentially so the moment he goes to bed it's gone so he has that moment so he has to try and stay awake at the same time keep in mind what's happening with the boy what he does will affect the boy his partner is involved and then you know and he has to exact revenge somehow but by not destroying the boy's life afterwards but still be satisfied with what he can do in the end to exact uh revenge wow that's an eclectic mix of stuff there now um let me ask about the process here because uh you're the director on these films right so it's your vision that you're bringing to uh the screen with these things what's the process when you when you try to create the 
world for each of these films there's a lot of action that it sounds like in, in all these things so what what are you thinking when you're when you're trying to block this out and say all right this is the world that we're playing in this is how we're going to make it look and so on oh man it's just really about it's about designing the whole thing and plus you gotta talk to the actors like you know we have some 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 bigger named actors who are attached and so they're all obviously gonna want to say in it so we kind of create, create the, the actual world from the script itself and what we, the ideas we have so on fox hunt i'm co-directing with a guy named kamani ray smith and um, oh, come on. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So <clears throat> we're co-directing together on that one. And so that's a collaboration with him and me and creating the mood, the characters first. So we'll create the characters, the atmosphere, what's happening. This is the story. So now let's create these guys, how it's, what their personalities are, how they're going to interact with each other and why. And then, then we, then we, then we just create the, the, the world around them afterwards. And that's, that's going to be a process when we start prepping. Yeah. The genres that you, that you're representing with these films, uh, there's, there's action, obviously, uh, is that more of the kind of stuff that you want to do uh, going forward, or are you going to go into comedy or romance or or something else? I don't know about romance. Uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe, yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's a fine line. I mean, like the original script of sixteen was was just all action, and so when when I was uh, put to rewrite a lot of it, I, I took a lot of the action out. I didn't want it just to be action for the sake of action. It just it becomes tiresome. So um, I basically made it more of a story uh, along with the writers, you know, we talked about it and, and, um, and then we just added the critical points of action. So whatever action we are going to have in it is going to be hopefully like really good. So it's not like you're going to, you're going to get combat fatigue watching this because you know, when you show it's just, you get combat fatigue. So um, that's what my hope is at least. And um, it, it's not all action that I want to know. I, like that's why I like a warrior. It's, you know, a lot of times the director come in, they'll shoot the pieces that the actors need to be, and then they walk away and then you do, you do the action part, tying it all together. But uh, JT allows me to go in and shoot everything, including the drama within the actual fight itself. Cool, cool. So for me, that's, that's actually more rewarding because that's what I used to be more scared of. Like, you know, I'd rather get hit by a horse than have to go audition at, at an audition room, you know? <laughs> and that's kind of, you know, dealing with actors and because you don't know there's personalities, there's you know, they have, everyone has ideas. So, and especially coming in as a new director, it's kind of like, it's harder that way. So uh, I, I like, I like the drama in it because I think that the drama draws more to the story than anything. Oh yeah. 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 And that combat fatigue is real. Uh, especially when, uh, when you get uh, a film where it's just action for the sake of action and you're just like, all right, that was a great fight for an hour and a half, but I have no idea what happened. Right. <laughs> Now, but um, given that the stunt coordinators are doing some great stuff now in in Hollywood, and uh, you know, I, I don't doubt that you'll you'll be one of that mix. Um, are there uh, things that you see in some of the stuff that's coming out in Hollywood now where you're like, all right, we're we're getting close to combat fatigue now, but you know, we need to pull that back a little bit and and flesh out some characters. You know, when John Wick came out, I liked John Wick because it was like it was really yeah, it was, the story wasn't overly complicated it was you know but it was Keanu Reeves and I really, I'm a big fan of Keanu Reeves from what I, I don't know him personally but from what I know and from what I know people know him my friends know him and how he is and you see him what he does and he's a he's a good human being first and the stuff that you know Chad and those guys do with him he looks he looked great what he does I mean you see what he's doing like the stuff he's doing is like most people can't even do that stuff let alone actors that, are, that don't even train that stuff but he's doing that and and every show that they bring like Halle Berry she looked great and and, and part three I mean like they're they're really uh, stepping up with all the actors and actually really stepping up to that moment. But then you watch like Atomic Blonde and Dave Leach has a, has a completely different style of, of, of directing. And 
and uh, and his choice of how he uses, you know, like Charlize Theron, the moment of darkness when she's in the in the apartment and she kind of she's hiding from the guys before she jumps out the window and how they, how she gets revealed and how it happens, like that lighting and how they use it, how he captured. I thought it was was fantastic. Or and but he also uh, Dave also. I, I mean, I personally, I think when he captures like Charlize, let's say when she walked in the bar. And Roland Moeller was hitting on her and the other girl walked up, Sophia walked up to her and they're talking, you know, my lover kind of thing. But before all that happened, there was a, a strong, slow pushing coming in. And you can tell how the room and the music was like exactly meant for Charlize, you know, <laughs> not just like, oh, this is a cool shot. Let's put the actors in here. No, 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 no. He created her look and everything that was standing there and the lighting, everything was, was, was I, it was completely mesmerized by that. And so, yeah. That's kind of the vision, you know, and that's that's cool when you see that not like sun guys aren't just all just action monkeys, you know. Yep, absolutely. That's been the general consensus that producers have had about stunt guys, stunt coordinators, you know, or even second directors because they, they pigeonholed you. But they, they've broken the mold and now Sam Hargrave's doing these things. So it's been like, you know, they're creating this. And I think that as they get more and more into their films, it's going to be a lot more grounded. You'll see more more drama coming out of it. Like, I'm, I'm excited to see Bullet Train. Mm, uh, yeah. You know, because uh, David Lee's, but also it was it was Andrew Koji. That's cool. I don't I don't generally tend to watch movies that are just all action. Uh, my wife hates watching it with me because you know I'll pick things apart. Like, well, and this, and I don't mean to. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. something that happens because I'm just so using it. Like, I'm I'm a trained uh, I'm a trained uh, sports free massage therapist RMT. So you know, I'll be watching people. I'll watch how they walk or how how they pick things up or how they move their shoulders and. I can't turn that off. I just, I can't turn it off. So it gets annoying for some people at times. Yeah. Well, uh, we also got a steady diet of that in the eighties uh, and nineties, you know, where it was just uh, action and just uh, for an hour and a half straight. And um, it was fun for the time, but yeah. it doesn't carry. But the audiences now, even younger kids are, are smarter. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, they need more stimulus than just that. Um, but sometimes, you know, there are films like you just got to sit back and just, Watch everybody just do their thing, and it's fun. You know, oh, that's gonna hurt. Oh, yeah, it's funny. You know, and that kind of happens, and and sometimes you need that too. But uh, it just, it just generally, I think um, directors and action guys are getting more sophisticated. Yeah, uh, especially now how we shoot everything. We shoot everything pre-vising, so we'll actually shoot the scenes for for directors if they like, if they don't, and then this is how we interpret it, and then you can tell us what you like, what you don't. And but we're shooting the scenes, so we're shooting the drama portions of it all. We're shooting all this stuff, so they're just becoming a little more evolved, I think. Yeah. Now, uh, with you and the director's chair, who's, who are you going to be counting on uh, as the, the guy that's going to keep you in check? <laughs> uh, as in check as in? The, the, the no guy, the, the guy who's going to be like, yeah, you know, it's, it's great that you want to do this, but we can't. <laughs> or we really shouldn't. <laughs> well, I guess that's going to be the producer's call. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. Or maybe the DOP. My, uh, the DOP. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you, you'll always have like, uh, you know, uh, um, images of grandeur. But the one thing about stunt guys, stunt coordinators, is that we're used to being told no, and we know certain <laughs> limits of what we have. So right, as right. a director, hopefully that translates and we go, okay, I know we can't do that, but <laughs> give me 80K more, I can get an awesome shot there, and then we can push you on a little bit, but you know, we won't, you know, we're a little more realistic at times, I think. That's cool. That's cool. All right, so Warrior Season 3, uh, you, you worked on Kung Fu 2, Snowpiercer as well. Uh, you just wrapped on halo are you even taking a break at all or are you just going right back into it no i'm going to, I, I'm, I'm going out to romania um in a week um, wow. to another show over there um i'll be there for a little bit 
right before I uh, right before I get into this show, uh, Fox Hunt. All right, cool. Then uh, what are you going to do uh, in the meantime? What are you working on right now? Um, Adam's family. It's it's kind of a spinoff from them. Um, cool. So yeah, uh, I can't say much more about it, but it, it's it's kind of a spinoff from that. But it's 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 over there, and um, you know, uh, I get to work with Tim Burton. Oh wow, that's awesome. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's he's one of the guys you want to work with in a lifetime of this career. He's you know, there's a few people you kind of want to be able to work with, and he's definitely one that that would be. Uh, I would love to just see him work. Now I'm trying to picture how Tim Burton and and Brett Chan are gonna work together. That buys. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be sitting on the sidelines just listening to him. <laughs> I'm pretty much, I'll probably be intimidated by him, but uh, I just want to see, uh, I want to see how he works. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, I would love to work with like Ron Howard, uh, see how he directs, or like Clint Eastwood, because, you know, I'm a big fan of his work. Not, not just performing, but it's also his directing and stuff like that. So, um, you know, there was a movie slated that was going to work with a, a director named Lonnie Prestere, who is oh, yeah. one, of my, one of my idols. Uh, Lonnie, he's, that guy is phenomenal. Phenomenal. He did some stuff with uh with Warrior, didn't he? Yeah, he did episode four and five yep. on season two. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Three nine well, and ten in season one. Yeah. Nice. All right, good deal. Well, listen, um, best of luck with everything that you got going on. I, I love what you do on Warrior. Um, I, I follow uh, all the stuff that you're you're working on. Um, continue to stay healthy and continue to change things up uh, in the stunt director world, in the in the film world, and uh, of course in the action world. Um, Man, I forgot how to say it in Tagalog now, but uh, suerte. <laughs> Best of luck with everything you got going on, man. Más suerte, más suerte, más suerte. Más suerte, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. And, and uh, continue to stay safe, like I said, and uh, hopefully we'll uh, be able to talk again soon. But uh, When we do, your Tagalog is going to be better. <laughs> I'll work on it. I got to go to classes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> Thank you so much, Brett. And Brother, Best of luck with, with the Emmys. Uh, you know, uh, it's, it's uh, an honor to be nominated, but uh, you certainly deserve it. Every bit of it. Yeah. fingers. Hope everyone's going to vote for it. See? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, man. Huge thanks to Brett Chan for coming back to the show and for keeping my Tagalog in check. Uh, I'm a big fan of Warrior and of Brett himself, so I absolutely wish him the best of luck with his Emmy pursuit. It's a really talented field of stunt coordinators this year, and Brett absolutely deserves to be in that mix. So, for your consideration, Television Academy, Warrior is an amazing piece of action drama which puts a nice spotlight on martial arts, along with an incredibly diverse cast and crew. And of course, it's born from the mind of Bruce Lee himself, so that's got to count for something, right? <laughs> anyway, give Brett a follow on his Instagram, at bchanworld, because he posts lots of updates with the projects that keep him busy, and let him know that you heard him right here on the Kung Fu Driving Podcast. In the meantime, give me a follow on all my socials, and if you have a moment, head on over to Apple Podcasts and give the show a rating or review so that we can keep bringing you the very best in martial arts and action entertainment. Until next time, Poison Clan, peace. Poison Clan rocks the world. Drink a little wine and get a drink and then we're fighting, ha! 
This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws I see the iron fisted monk upon the daily prayers Shouting monks on the hands Running down the thousand stairs The fate of Lee Khan now's in King Yu's hands With the fearless idea roaming over the land Yeah, the little bitch soldier is older than wiser He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guarantees the great jars Fight for the cars, then pause here the applause Not the end back kicks will defeat the outlaws Very good, but boards don't hit back Yeah, the death jewels here, David D is coming back The Tai Chi master, Jet Li's even faster The child a little drink because he is the drunken master Once upon a time in China Rosamund Kwan is real fine, but see Maggie chung his spine Golden Swallow has arrived Shang-Chi movies will the hero will survive We've got the brave archer make his way to the top Of the mountain gonna fight, may as well pick the spot Yeah, the sky goes black, cause the vampire's back We've got Lam Ching Ying to kill them all, so stand back You place the black magic on the soul of the sword And our sword will travel until his bodies on floors Yeah, Wing Chun Shaolin and Manti style Yeah, defeat the enemy and watch him run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops Welcome to the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm We smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war, we smash the place up with a dragon claw. See it's a game of death yo, you're facing the big boss It's once upon a time in China counting the TikTok The Shogun assassin slashing blood has just drip drop The head kick, neck drop, balance the bone stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins He's got Irma just in yellow but she is in the dragon but in the tea rooms That's where it'll happen, she got the bodies on the floor When the blood it'll splatter against the wall No fear at all, to kill them all There's always blood spilled when you head into a war Fearless Unleashed The fist of legend that the car Jet Lee I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumbling the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these It's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm To smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting